When Carol Greider got interested in telomeres, Jack Shostak's lab had already shown that if you stick a linear plasmid into yeast, the plasmid would be degraded. And Elizabeth Blackburn had shown that telomeric DNA from tetrahymena was made up of short DNA repeats. She had used tetrahymena, a freshwater, single-celled, ciliated eukaryote, as her research organism, because tetrahymena is perfectly suited to figuring out telomeres. It has many copies of its many chromosomes, which means a lot of telomeres. The Shostak and Blackburn labs then collaborated, taking advantage of the biology of their respective research organisms, yeast and tetrahymena, which represent two different kingdoms of life. It was a key experiment for two reasons. First, it showed when you put tetrahymena telomeres onto yeast DNA and put that into yeast, that those telomeres still functioned in yeast as telomeres because they protected the chromosome ends. So that's a cross-kingdom experiment, which set up the importance of conservation of telomere function, which really carried us through really understanding that there's something very important that is conserved all the way across kingdoms. But the second really important thing was then subsequently when they were able to fish those telomeres back out of the yeast, they showed that the tetrahymena telomeres, which were initially functioning, had a little bit of yeast telomere added onto the end. And so that's what made them propose, and that was their uh, nature paper, that maybe there's an unknown enzyme that would add these sequences onto the ends of the chromosome. But as we said, there could be other ways that you could get new sequences added onto the ends of chromosome that wasn't a completely unknown enzyme. To me as a graduate student, it seemed like a fun thing to go and look for something entirely new.